Welcome to another edition of the Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst in independent professional wrestling, proudly brought to you by the Mysterium Benefactor. I'm Jayhawk. I am joined, as always, by the guy in the hoodie, Jay Gold. Hey, in our hoodie with our faces. There they are again. Nobody sees it. We don't have a visual element, but you can go on Brainbuster Tees and look at our faces. So here we are again. The loveliest person in all the podcasting market. Hi, I am very lovely. And the guy in the blue shirt over there, Charlie Butter. Oh, not so lovely. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to go that route. I'm like, no, I'll be nice to Butter. He doesn't call the editing. I want to make sure he make, puts me in a good light. That's right. All right, how everybody week? Uh, before that, I, there's an important talk that has to be had for the importance of the show. Um, there's, you know, things might change the dynamic of this show. And I think something that happened that has changed the dynamic of this show. I think we just need to talk about it. I know I should have previously brought this up in the group chat or something, but no, let's just, I'm just going to deal with this on the podcast. So last Wednesday, Brothers was on my other podcast X over and we reviewed a movie called Postal. Yes. And oof, oof. Um, it was not good. It was very bad. Now Correct. you, one you, Jay Gold. You said this was a good movie. I said I said it's f- it, it was a fun movie. When I was a kid and I saw Postal, I had no problem with it. It's if I go back, I'm sure it doesn't hold up anymore. But it was ridiculous for the time. I mean, nobody was making any kind of junk like that. What I don't know how many years ago it was. Fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah, sixteen years ago. Fifteen years ago, <clears throat> it, it, nobody saw crap like that, and it wasn't getting any kind of uh um what's the term um nobody was getting any kind of wide release on it you just kind of got it on a you know a dvd and you're like oh shit i'm gonna watch this oh, so you saw it on you your computer no release do you know what yeah. the box office was for it what a hundred and forty four thousand dollars listen very few people uh can appreciate the finer cinema that it is <laughs> independent independent films there's a difference between an independent film and a film so bad that nobody wants to put it in a movie theater but they know it's going to bomb it, it got dropped by so many theaters. And, and I know I didn't, I didn't, uh, uh, I was, I was, well, this isn't X over, but who was the director of that again? Uwe Boll. That's right. So that dude has put out some garbage, but, uh, you're yeah. not helping your cake here. I don't know. I'm not saying, I'm not, no, no, I'm not defending the movie. I remember watching it as a younger Josh and, uh, we had fun with it. You know, it was just something to like put on and be like, yeah, this is, Look at these dudes shooting each other and, and look at this dude rampaging and doing his nonsense. So that was all. Do you happen to know how many screens that $144,000? Um, not many. I would like to also point out that uh, because Josh liked this film, I should be allowed to call him every slur that is in this film. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. No, you cannot get yourself canceled. No. Listen, I. Well, you we just we just it takes a lot. Gilbert. We can't lose butter. Come on. It takes, it takes a lot to offend me there, butters. You could call me a whole lot worse than what he was saying in Postal. <laughs> I don't know. They were dressed like Nazis at one point in that film. <laughs> for, there was a lot. There was a lot of shooting. Reason. Yes, there was lots of lot. And Marcy, they made a game out of it, right? Or the, the game, game was, was first. The, the game, game was, was first. first. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's why J.K. Simmons was in the movie. Because he liked the game. That is amazing. Vern Troyer was in that movie. Oh, poor guy. Listen, for a young, 15 years ago, that was, you'd put it on and you're like, okay, let me just, me and my friends are going to watch something and laugh at it. There was nothing wrong with watching it at that time. I wasn't a big film critic 15 years ago. I just wanted to watch a movie that they told me everybody gets shot. It was a a different time for you in your life. Yeah. People got shot. That's all I wanted to watch. (laughs) I wanted to blow shit up, do stupid things. That's all I wanted to see. 
And if you want to watch a bad movie for the whole purpose of laughing at it, at least be, do like Man of Hand of Fate or Plan 9 from Outer Space or something. Also, Come on. it's so fucking long. And it is long. stuff goes on for no, no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the air's been cleared. I think the dynamic <laughs> has now shifted back. We can continue with our regularly scheduled program. So a guy from doing a podcast on a really shitty movie, how was everybody week? I wasn't was good. too bad. I worked some overtime so I can go to enjoy this weekend. I'm excited. That's next week. I'm going too. Yeah. Oh, everybody's going to Pittsburgh, huh? I am not. Jayhawk well, wasn't invited with the cool kids. I'm actually going to I'm actually going to Cleveland hit the Cav game. I mean, everybody you went to the, it seems like you went to the hockey game though, and it looked like that was a blast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um prop to friend of the show Ree. Had, he had some free ticket to the Cleveland Monster game on Friday. Offered two of them to my girlfriend, the wife. We went up and hung out with him for a while. Can, I, can I just ask you guys from Ohio real quick about your trips? Because I see on Twitter, it seems like a lot of you go to Cavaliers games. You know how expensive it is to go to a Nick game? I can't go to one. I can't afford a Nick game. They're like the cheapest seats at the Garden are like $150. And everybody seems to always be at a Cavs game. I would love to be able to just go to the Garden and watch a game. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going by myself, a ticket in the upper bowl, and I paid something like $78 after fee. That's not even that bad. That's not even that bad. To go to the garden on, even even for the stupid, uh, the, I had the last row for that dumb Monday Night Raw house show, and it was $45. So, you know, it, it ridiculous to have to spend the amount to spend to go see a Knicks game, and you guys are going to Cavs games. I would love to go to a basketball game just to hang out like that. Yeah, and I got my t- and I got my ticket off a of retailer, so he may have actually knocked the price down just to try to get rid of it. But the game is Saturday. Yeah, but well, well, did anybody watch that uh, uh, Violence is Forever Miracle Generation match last night? No, because that was that. I think I don't know if Dom would would uh, probably say yes or no, but because of that injury to uh, to what's his name, I I assumed that that was the match they wanted to have at at Restival, and uh, I I don't know if they wanted. Violence is forever to win that match originally, but uh, this was a great match. This was probably what we all deserved at the end of that rest of all uh, show. Yeah, I did not. I did not actually get to see the match, but I, I think a lot of people talking about what an upset it was, and I kind of expected it to happen just because of how the first one played out. Like they, yeah. they like Violence is forever barely <clears throat> won, like basically a handicap match. So I kind of figure with both guys. "Quote unquote, one hundred percent." The title will probably changing hand. I, I mean, I give him credit. You never see violence is forever that vulnerable. Like there, there were plenty, the, a bunch of times in that match. I was like, "Oh my god, they're not getting back." Dom's not getting back in the ring, or Ku's not getting back in the ring to break up this pin. They really did a good job of showing them like in peril. And I don't know how often you've seen a lot of violence is forever in peril matches where you just knew that they they just didn't have it that night. You know what I mean? Like this was a a, a major victory for those guys so i know everybody's been sitting here not paying attention to what josh was saying and they were thinking really hard how did jared get a uh get his wife into that game and the answer is she's a service animal and she's allowed to take him because he is nearly blind so uh she was able to uh walk him to his seats and everything what is she, she's what? a service animal what what the fuck <laughs> that's another way of game my wife a bitch What is going on here? I just had a very good, I had a wrestling related (laughs) conversation here and you went ahead and you were very, and you went and you attacked Jayhawk again. No wrestling, only insults. What's going on here? He didn't attack Jayhawk. He attacked Jayhawk's wife. They're different. Yes. And see, 
you jumped right into that. I was going to get to my point before you jumped into that because you you were talking about basketball and then you jumped into this whole other thing. So I had to wait. And then the insult had like the, the better build to it because of your your whole conversation. So it, we brought it back around. It was perfect. So that's how you do that. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm getting a golf clap from RC right now. See, that was perfect. Jago, you're talking about the game guy. When I posted a picture of me and my wife at the game, go, wow, you guys have the same haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. It was good. It was good. You do. You do have the same haircut. No. Wonderful. No, he's lucky that my wife doesn't look into the show, but he also knows I'm telling my wife everything he can. Go, uh, how, how do you get her to sit still in the barber chair? Do no, you, do you give her no. treats while she's nope. getting her hair cut? No, no, nope. <laughs> Thank you for having my back here, Jay Gold. Yeah, right. yeah. This, this is making me very upset right now. What is this? What for everybody <laughs> that can't see, because you can't see, Jared is just covering his mouth and he's laughing really fucking hard right now. You can see his body shaking from this because he's enjoying this. It's funny. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Butter. Uh, nope. Yeah, anyway, uh, anyway. What's on this ho- week? As far as the hockey, far as the hockey game went. Said, trips. I tried to get us back okay. on track. Yeah, as, far as, the hockey game at, as far as the hockey game at golf went, the Cleveland Monsters had more fighting penalty than goal scored. Well, I think they're doing hockey. Right. No, that's awesome. That's how you're supposed no, to do that. that's the best way to do yeah. hockey. If, if the team isn't really good, they better just fight the whole time. That's the best way to do it. That's more entertaining. Teeth la- and blood all over the ice is necessary. Oh, the last fight was awesome too. Like the guy, the guy from the monster got like five or six good shots on the guy's face before he knocked him down. And the nice. referee finally came in and went, "Okay, he's down. Stop." Nice. Try to try to slip in, you know, slip in the knee if you can. But accidentally skate across his throat. <laughs> but speaking of some kick-ass fights, let's go ahead and talk about what's on independent wrestling this week. What's on, what's on this weekend? This weekend? All right, so on the IWTV kind of thing, they got a lot going on this weekend. We're wrestling open on Thursday, as always. Uh, wrestling open announcing that they have a championship tournament coming up. They made that announcement earlier today. Uh, Invictus Pro has a show on Friday, 8 o'clock. Two big shows on Saturday on IWTV. The Phoenix City Rumble 2023, 7.30 p.m. Eastern this coming Saturday. In addition to that Phoenix City Rumble match, which is always fantastic, you've got... Adam Priest against Damian Tangra, H.T. Mack and Jada Newman against Suge D and Alex Kane, and a match for the old school fans, George Knauth against Mike Jackson. Something close to like something like a hundred years of in ring experience between those two guys. Those two guys have been around forever. Almost, I did think literally. that. I thought that match already happened. I, I'm stunned that they're still going. All right. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, match I'm is going to end in double heart attack. That's what that's going to be. <laughs> Mike Jackson, I think it's 74 years old, and I don't think much younger than that. And Mike Jackson looked younger out of the two. Out of the, uh, we've also got West Coast Pro Wrestling with West Coast Best Coast coming up Saturday night. That's 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific. Titus Alexander against Nick Wayne in a table ladder and chair match for the West Coast Pro Championship. You also have Kevin Blackwood and Alan Angel against Brian Keith and Starboard Charlie. Timothy Thatcher against Speedball Mike Bailey. West Coast Wrecking Crew against the Miracle Generation. Much, much more. That card looks fantastic. It, the card looks great, but I'm going to have to disagree. It's always East Coast, Beast Coast. Let's let's be honest. But I, I get what they're going for. I just got to say my piece. <laughs> and and for some reason on that card, Ricky Shane Page, Vinny McCarrow, no disqualification. Newly signed to MLW, Ricky Shane Page. Oh, that Circle Six didn't work out? 
newly signed superstar, <laughs> t- television superstar, Ricky Shane Page. Or is that I, match I, happening at Jayhawk? The Ricky Shane Page Vinny McCarro match. That's West Coast Pro that's coming Saturday night. Man, I really hope there isn't an earthquake in that area and that whole part of the California just goes in the fucking ocean. I mean, it is, it is San Francisco. I mean, they nearly had a world hearing go in the ocean once. So I, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Butters, you're spicy tonight. My God. I'm, here, right. I'm here for it. Hot fire. I spit hot fire. New review, <laughs> new, new, new spiciness to us. The hottest rappers alive are Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon. Spit that hot fire. Over on the over on the fight TV kind of thing, they have a at least based on what's lifted on the schedule, a little bit lighter weekend. Uh, a lot going on on Saturday, though. Ohio Valley Wrestling for getting March Mayhem 2023. Game Changer Wrestling has their show Holy Smoke Saturday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. You got Rina Yamashita against Keiki Kirk for the Ultraviolet Championship. Drew Parker against John Wayne Murdoch. Maki Ito is on the card and a lot more there. We do have Wrestling Revolver Saturday night. Sunday night, 7 o'clock, we've got Unconscious Pro. What the fuck is happening 2021 at a, at a live stream? That, that, that was a fun show. I, I definitely recommend checking that one out. That's obviously not live live, but... But you mean we didn't travel back in time? You can travel back in time to watch that show, yeah. They're... they're it, Unconnection Pro is doing what everybody else is doing and moving their library over one show at a time with a live stream. No, I think what's happening is all these shows are just happening in like a time warp and we're just experiencing them. That would that would be that would be a lot of fun, actually. That's my headcanon. Everything going all Jeremy Bear me. The eye, the 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 eye is the the best part of that. Yeah, the the, that over the eye broke me. It broke. Yes. Yes, it broke me. Well, there are a lot more people to get that reference than than on the panel one. But uh. I guess we could talk about the review this week since we have one of those. You know, we have a review this week, but, you know, Stan from Burlington didn't call in this week to tell us about, you know, that he's excited we're reviewing something again. So I'm kind of it's, bummed. Maybe next, bummed. he's going he's gonna to wait for it to happen, and he's I'm sure he's going to call next week. I, I, I hope mean, so. Talk, talking missed, smack. He missed yeah. out on a good question, too. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we'll hit the voicemail later, but right now, let's go ahead and get into the weekly review. The weekly review. So, depending on how you look at it, we either reviewed one show this week or we reviewed three shows this week. It's Enjoy Wrestling, King and Kevin, available on YouTube at three separate epicodes. All the epicode taped December 17, 2022, from the Mr. Fall Theater in Millvale, Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh. And I will say, Enjoy had fantastic production value for the small outfit they are. Plenty of cameras to get catch the action. You've got double feature replay. You get replay after the matches. I really enjoy the presentation. You got the moving yeah. graphics. Yes. The best part, the best part of their hype is the moving graphics. And that building always seems to, it just records really well. It looks great on camera. And uh, I, I think we've gone over it, but they're, they're, for an indie show, their stuff is, is top, top notch. They, they have the best by far. I'm excited to be there live next week, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to hear what your all, all your opinions is of that. Um, but they honestly have probably the best production value of any indie company, um, and they it just looks like it, it looks like it should just be on. It's television ready as soon as it comes out. So it's good stuff. Got a show is split up on YouTube into three separate episodes, uh, counting the whole season. We open episode run with an interview with the Runway and Ray Lynn. Regarding their trio match on the show, that followed up by an interview with Devon Monroe, Eric Lee, and Edith Carreal about that game, about that game trio match. 
but they're taking contention over the Adaki Battle Royal that'll be coming up in episode three of the season. We like to call that foreshadowing. Yeah. Beta Scott and Marcus Mann will be on commentary. I can hear young Ed's head exploding at the thought of that broadcast team from here. <laughs> but before we get to our opening contest, Billy Dickin comes out now for Meg Fair. He announced that Lufito is unable to be there tonight. So he's going to step in and come out of retirement to take on MV Young in the Enjoy Wrestling Championship match. Now, there's a rule of thumb that if a wrestler cannot make an advertised match, especially in a main event match, that you want to try to make the substitution better than the original. That did not happen here. <laughs> I'm sure Bailey Dickman is a good dude, but coming into this show, I have never seen him in a good match. <laughs> Professor Wrestling, where nobody really retires. <laughs> you may say it, just never, it never happens. I was very disappointed in that um, main event match match up, so to speak. We'll get to it. I, mm-hmm. I will say that the crowd was very excited about it. Yeah, Bill, Billy Dickman had some charisma, and everybody I've talked to that been on show with him, he's a really good dude. You can be a really good dude and just not be make me interested in watching your stuff. You could be a really good dude, and you don't need to be in the main event. <laughs> you don't have to be against the champ. Uh, and and it, that was very uh, honestly. It, I am not a I'm not a fan of Billy Dixon's at all. And I, I know Young Ed is not a fan of Billy Dixon. And there's a lot of people who are not. Um, I just didn't understand what the point of of that is. Come up with a different gimmick. Come up with something else. But you did not need. Well, in my eyes, you didn't need that. You had so much. They have so much fire going for what they have that you didn't need that to be. There had to be something more creative to do there. Yeah. Well, what would you have done then? I, I don't know because I don't I don't I don't know who else is there at the show. Even though they had so many, you know, they had so many folks there for for the battle royal and everything. I'm sure there was a more viable. I don't know. Maybe you have Derek. Maybe you have Bishop. Maybe you have somebody else come out and challenge for that title. You have all that talent there. You know, give MV Young a real a real test. Yeah, I mean, you would have had to have probably pulled somebody out of the battle royal realistically. You, the, the the other names you mentioned are in a title match already. Like you're not going to take anybody out of the title match. match. Yeah, but they're in a title match according to their TV taping the next week. So you could have Bishop or or Wes or somebody, any one of those six, uh, eight tag team, eight guys in that tag match could be in that match as the main event, and people would have lost their minds. You do realize that both of those matches were on the same episode, right? Yeah. No, I one thought the tag another. match was on the second nope. show. One go after go with, another. Go with, the, go, with the, go with the Billy Dick and MV Young match. They were both on the yeah. same show. They were both on episode two. And then episode three was just the battle royal. I would oh, say, I, yeah, how the crowd how the crowd reacted it was a fine choice, and that's yeah, okay. The, the crowd the crowd looked into it. They paid their money. They yeah, the crowd in Pittsburgh oh. likes him. That's that was the right move for for the company for what they were doing. He obviously wasn't gonna you know pull it off, especially like, the last minute replacement. Right. So I mean, it is what it is. It was it was you know what they had to do. Um, but yeah, let's uh, keep going. So the opening match of episode one is the trio tag, the runway of Tyler Klein and Calvin Couture and, and their partner, Ray Lynn, taking on Devon Monroe, Erica Lee, and Eva Gurriel. This one's a final opener here. I, I, I did enjoy this one quite a bit. Uh, Couture and Klein, I'm glad, are, are starting to get some play. I think they're an underrated tag team. They're currently not upper echelon. There's still some greenness to them, but they're guys I've worked show with. They know how to get uh, get a crowd involved. Got some good teamwork together. There's a couple fun spots this had with this. We had some twerking in this match. So I'm always a fan of that. More twerking in wrestling, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, there, there's one spot early on where Klein and Lee have kind of paired off and it's not going well for Klein. So we tag in Couture and Couture gets on Klein's shoulders mm-hmm. like they're going to do a chicken fight. And Erica Lee just shoved them both down. My note for that is Erica Lee is very smart. Yes. I, do, I don't know why someone hasn't done this before. I really expected her to tag Monroe in and actually do the chicken fight. And I, I'm not going to lie, part of me was disappointed they didn't do that. <laughs> but at the same time, it also made sense that they didn't do that. No. I um I'm not a huge fan of the runway, um but and I and I was glad to see uh um I like I like Erica Lee I think she's she's got some good uh good ability and and I like that that trio there so I I just enjoy loves to enjoy really does ride Edith for as like a big big time star for them so every time she's out there she's treated like a star and the fans treat her like a star so it's always kind of fun to watch that um you know I mean, okay I don't know. If you could really call the runway uh, not a premier team, they they have beaten Bussy. So, and then the tag tournament, uh, they were in the finals. They, they gave that Bussy a beating, huh? Yeah, they they were in the finals of the enjoy tag team. Uh, well, they're their main. So. They're they're their main. They're their main. What like foil? You know, they those guys cause havoc in uh, in enjoy, and and I get it for that spot. I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but yeah, I, I know what their the the gimmick is. I know that they're their you know, they're the major bad guy tag team, so to speak. So, yeah. And the pandemic derailed them a little bit. They had actually just been announced for every big gay brunch for WrestleMania weekend in 2020 before the pandemic shut everything down. So, I mean, they did lose some momentum with the pandemic. So, they're just kind of getting back in the groove a little bit. Like, I, yeah. I've, I've worked show with those guys. I love those kids. They're, yeah, they're great. Okay. Well, maybe I'll turn around on this one. If you're giving them, a, you know, a Hall of Fame thumbs up, then I'm all, I'm all for it. They're a solid heel tag team. Yes. Uh, that, that's what I'll say on it. And obviously, they're going to be one of the focal points because they're local. So obviously, they're going to try to build their local team up as well with all these big names they have on the card. So, I mean, I would look at them um, eventually becoming Enjoy Champs. Now, I don't think that they'll beat the production. However, I think that they would be like in line for whoever beats the production. They would beat that team uh, to become the tag champs uh, at that point. They uh they are they they're slowly uh working their way that direction. Uh Erica Lee, Edith Surreal, and Devin Monroe is a fun six person team. I really enjoyed uh, a lot of what I got to see out of them, and I can't wait to see uh like pretty much all these people again when we go this Saturday. Like it's gonna be a blast to see um all of Filming multiple shows when you go? No, so it, essentially it's one three hour show. They just break it up into like they break up the matches into the, like the segments or whatever. So they'll probably get three or four episodes out of this next show. So that'll be the season eight. What's the hook? Cause this one was the battle Royal. What's the hook for this season? So Do you know yet? The winner of the battle Royal, which we'll get to uh, gets to challenge uh, MV young. Uh, and then there's just a bunch of other matches on the card. I know like a uh, gummy boar is going to be there, which is why Justin Summers oh. is going to the show as well. Um, now is he going with you? No, he's not. Um, he asked, I'm, I'm going with uh, our friend, Pam. Uh, she asked me to go, so I'm going with her. Um, some other stuff that happened in the main event, I believe is in the, in the main event battle Royal is also going to play out on this show as well. I believe there's at least one match or maybe two that are going to play out from that. So we'll get to it. Yes. So let's keep going. Okay. Uh, during the breakdown after the hot tag, Erica Lee nearly took Couture's head off with a clothesline. It was just freaking vicious. 
Even the real fourth client commit to a guillotine in 15 minutes and 30 seconds. So good long opening match. And then we get Raylan attacking either career a little bit in the post match, and that's going to build into some stuff later on as well. Between matches, we get an interview with Lee Moriarty and an interview with Ali Catch about their match against each other. It's going to be a first time ever meeting. Uh, Moriarty make a comment, a comment along the line, coach, up because you added two letters to the end of your last name that doesn't make you a wrestler, which I laughed. He was reading my mind. <laughs> And then we go to that match. It was the main event of Episode 1. Alley Catch against Lee Moriarty. Uh, because it is a December show, the referee is wearing a headband with little panta antennae on it, and it was distracting a crap. I missed like the first yes. three minutes. What the fuck was on the referee's head? Yeah. It took you that long. <laughs> I was watching. I, usually I watch these on my computer, on my TV, but this time I, I had to watch it on the computer. I had some other stuff going on. And just with the smaller screen, it's like, what the f*** are you wearing? He wore it for every well, match that he was in together as well. When Billy Dixon so. was wearing the uh, Santa hat. Yeah. yeah. And once I figured out what it was, I didn't pay any attention to it after that. But Well, I they've got Moriarty working heel and Ali Catch working fake here. And I cannot, I just cannot get used to Lee Moriarty working heel. I know he's been doing it in AEW, but I, I can't get used to it. He's so much better at baby fake. Oh, he's a, good, a heel. Smart, smarmy. A heel in his hometown as well, which is really interesting to try to get him to work heel uh, in a hometown where that loves him because, you know, he's from Pittsburgh. So, and I mean, well, and it was working. The crowd was reacting the way they were supposed to. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's just weird to me. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely different. That made it more interesting to me than if it was just a regular, you know, match between the two of them. Him working heel actually made it much more interesting to watch and see uh him pull out different stuff because of him being more of a bad guy this time around so it was, it was actually really entertaining yeah i enjoyed this yeah now the match itself is is, is really good i don't want to say a lot of bad about it i am going to say that ali catch need to stop slapping her leg on kick but go goddamn obvious she's fucking doing it like lee was doing it too but it's got enough that unless you're looking for it you don't get like you can't mix it when ali catch does well, I'll tell you this. You know how much I dislike Alley Catch, but I, I will tell you that Lee really brought out a good match out of this. But one suggestion for Alley Catch, if she's going to be called Alley Catch and wants to be you know, more of a, a wrestler, she's got to change the gear. It's still, you want it when, when they're bussy, she can wear that gear. When she wants to be singles competitor, I'd say there's there's got to be some sort of utility type of outfit that she can wear to like take herself to that next level as far as a singles competitor. That's just my opinion. If you want to be Alley Catch and be a catch wrestler and you want to be a wrestler, change the gear up a little bit from when you're working with Effie and, you know, your character can can evolve that way. I, I just, I, I don't get, you know, if you're going to wear the same gear, okay. It's just it's just nitpicking because I don't like her, but uh, the match was good because Lee, Lee could have a good match with a broomstick. That is definitely a, a nitpicky take. Yep, very nitpicky. I will. I'll do it every time because I definitely dislike her. So, I mean, I mean, she doesn't, she's not changing what her character is because she happened to be working single that night. So. What's the character? What is it? That's what I'll always say. What is it? What am I looking at here? What is it? Well, I'm not saying it's a well defined character. I'm just saying she doesn't change it. Okay, says you, Jayhawk. <laughs> I, 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 very, I, uh, very spicy review so far. Yeah, it seems like everyone kind of. I just woke up from a nap myself, so. I'm here for it. Yeah, I took a yeah. little nap, but I'm not uh I'm not spicy during the review. I'm just letting you guys do all the spice this time. So it's kind of nice. I just get to sit here and watch you be <laughs> you toxic for once. You literally insulted the man's wife on on our show and you're saying you're not being spicy just for the 40 minute oh. reviews period. Yeah, yeah. That's different. I don't, I don't have to do that. 
He doesn't care if he's picking off my wife, but if he's picking off Derek Dillinger, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him. He's not going to piss off Derek Dillinger, though. Derek Dillinger is my dude. Uh, you, you get, you he, get he's what all I'm of saying. our dudes. Yeah, but... Isn't Jayhawk your dude? You don't want to insult his, his lady. I've known Jayhawk uh, for, what, 15 years at this point? It's been a long time. Not quite 15, but pretty close. It's been more than 10 for sure. It probably have been close to 15, come to think of it. But anyway, a ton of full finishing in the last five minutes. Lee Moriarty worked the left arm a lot. Ali Catch hit her pile driver, but she doesn't have full grip on it because she's only got one good arm. Could only get the two count. Great touch. And she pulled it well. Go fantastic. Finish comes with Moriarty getting the board to get a stretch, hitting a gear a hammer elbow, and then getting the stretch again. 18 minutes and 15 seconds. Good match. Last five minutes were fantastic. And then Lee Moriarty, after the match, go to the commentary and Gable go, Gable go you know what? She correct her. I guess she can keep up. They put her over <laughs> on the mic on the way out. You know, those hammer, the hammer fists when you're putting someone in a, uh, in a submission hold. I don't know when that really started as, as obvious as it is now, but like imagine in the, in the eighties, if a guy goes to put another guy, like if Iron Chico put him in a camel clutch and is laying those hammer fists in to soften them up. I really like that. I think the visual is really good when you're punching someone in the face and they're so beat up that they can't get themselves out of a submission hold. That's the best way to do it. I love, I love Lee. I think Lee is a great, he's just intelligent out there. Everything he does makes sense. It's just terrific. Any other thoughts on this one before we move on to episode two? That was a good match. A good way to end uh, episode one. Moving on to episode two, we start with an interview from the main event regarding their uh, upcoming shot at the Enjoy Tag Team Championship. Those dudes are so big. They're so big. (laughs) (laughs) They're so damn big. They just, they're so big for the indies. They're just gigantic. They're giants. They're so big for television. They're giants. The interview just showed how gigantic they are. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised they haven't been picked up by, by somebody if, uh, somebody for a TV wrestling company at this point. Just because I don't, because I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Nobody wants to take a flyer on these guys. You don't want to make them tag champs like in NXT. Nobody is looking at them. I don't get it. Oh. What's happening? Like, they've been around for a while too, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think Tony, I think they're on Tony Khan's radar, but Tony Khan already got like 400 people under contract. So there may not be any more room. WWE could use them to beef up their tag division. They're certainly better than Los Lotharios. I mean, come on. Although, Ring of Honor is starting up again. They could certainly use some more tag teams. They sure could. You're right. Get those guys on, on TV. Duke Davis looks like a Greek statue. He is just chiseled and, and gigantic. Get those dudes on television. I, I don't understand it. I mean, it, 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 doesn't it make you like you looked at Lee Moriarty or at Wardlow and you're like, these guys are going to be stars. Bam, they're on TV. You look at the main event, and you're like, these guys are stars. Why are they not on television? Like, take them off of the indies and put them right on a television as a, as a tag team. They could they could be a credible tag team to anybody. Right place, right time. That's, that's honestly, that's all there is to it. Like, a, a, I lot, hope a, so. lot of it, a lot of it is timing. Yeah, and I, mean, I hope they get it. And, and I also know their family men as well. They, it's very possible. And I don't know this, but it's very possible that they may not want to go on the road. They may be just happy where, right where they're at and that's what they want to do. True. After that, we get a great promo video from the production where they go into to a movie theater to watch Derek later's movie. And after cutting their promo, two guys get in front of them and like yell at them for talking the movie. And Derek Taylor's just like, hey, I, I, I directed this movie. Shut the fuck up. That, that's it- my nightmare. That's my nightmare. <laughs> sitting in front of two people like that who just don't give a fuck. They and also, and me- specifically, it was that their dialect because they said yins. Yeah. And he yeah. said, your dialect offends me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, uh, that's my nightmare. This. Those two, they yeah, they are they are perfect for that. That was a great. That's a great promo. Like they are like great in AIW, but the production for all this stuff and enjoy is just fucking fantastic. Yeah, they really let them spread their wings a lot and, and enjoy. Wait until you see uh, the Twenty Seven Club uh, next week. You're gonna love it even more. Nice. From there, we have our opening match of episode two. It is a four-way tag team match for the Enjoy Tag Team Championship. The Rip Giddy Shooter, the Bitcoin Boy, the main event, and the production. The production are the defending champion. Yeah, after this match, they should just be like, okay, go home, everybody. That was your main event (laughs) because nothing was topping this. Nothing. No, no, you're right. And and as a matter of fact, my last note for this match is run this back at AIW. All four of the teams work there semi-regularly. You could absolutely do the kind of AIW show, and I would pay big money to fucking see the live. But I'm not, yeah, not even gonna lie. I mean, the Pittsburgh fans, I don't think they've, they, they're great. So getting something as like what that match was, I mean, you could just see the difference in quality between those four tag teams and like other things that go on, you know, other side matches and stuff on Enjoy. Those guys are top, like top level. Like that was a, that's a, a plus top level, you know, streaming pay per view style match. It was great. Yeah. So the fan can Pittsburgh are chaining fuck Ohio at the beginning. Uh, Ohio really just catching the all sorts. Sorry, I was saying they're just catching all sorts of strays in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a crowd chaining fuck Ohio. So Derek gets on the mic and go, no fuck Pittsburgh, Ohio better than than Pennsylvania. He's great, by the way. I lived in both places, so I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> And that's not necessarily an endorsement for Ohio. Just Pennsylvania fucking sucks. It does. Yes, it does. I live there. I can say that. I, I do. I do love Philly, but Pittsburgh was bane of my existence, especially trying to drive anywhere near downtown. But fuck, fuck you, Carlisle Car Show. <laughs> Maybe someone will get that. Probably not, though. <laughs> yeah. TME attacked the production before the bell. It is on. Gannon Jones Jr. dug a flip dive in the opening minute. The plate goes nuts. It might as well just be a tech tornado match. Like everybody's fighting all over the place. There are no tags. There's no gambling of rules. It's it's just it's just chaos for 15 minutes, and I fucking love it. Yeah, fantastic. And so my, all all my complaints about three way and four way guys just disappearing for a long period of time. You don't see that here. Like everybody's doing shit in the, in the ring, out of the ring. Looking great. And there's so much cool stuff in the match too. There's a yep. lot of good spots. There's there and they're and they're hard to kind of. You know, you do a review, you want to call out some of those spots, but there are a lot of uh, good power spots. I mean, Bishop always looks like a like a giant, you know, and, and, and a giant killer. And Wes is so much charisma and Bitcoin boys look like they were completely ready for this. It was it's great. It, it's great all around. And that even down to the finish, Derek and and uh, uh, and and Ziggy's finish is one of the best on the indies right now as a tag team. Bishop at one point had Derek and both Bitcoin boys on his shoulder and freaking throw them on top of Ziggy. Other way around. <laughs> both Bitcoin, both Bitcoin boys and Ziggy onto Derek. Oh, oh, okay. I I don't know why I thought Derek was the one on the bottom on the shoulder there, but and then at any rate, Bishop got three people on his shoulder and throw them on the one guy. It's fucking wild. And then like not even two minutes after this, fucking Mikey's doing a moonsault off the balcony. Yeah. And previously he gets fucking pounced to the outside. Yeah, I, if if you're if you only watch one match from the three episodes of YouTube TV, watch this match. QP for channeling Conrad Tompkins by Kane that by Kane it and that in those exact words, but that's how I feel. If you're only gonna watch one match from this show, this is the one to watch. This was fantastic. It's, yep. This this match goes so hard and I love it. Yep. And then Derek powerbombing Giggy on top of Mikey for the pin, fifteen fifty five. 
like I said earlier, run this back at AIW. I would pay big money to see this live. Well, it's not really a power bomb. It's like a wheelbarrow uh, splash, almost like a flipping four, uh, 360 wheelbarrow splash. I mean, it, it's really hard to describe, but he throws Giggy on top of Mikey. Yeah, it's somebody's finisher. I forgot what Derek told me. They, they, uh, someone else used this finisher several years ago, except without a tag team. It was just the guy grabbed his opponent and flipped him over onto his stomach, and that was the finish. Um, and Derek said something like, I, I, I want to try that with Ziggy. And they went ahead and they did it as a tag team. Um, and, you know, don't quote me on the who it is. So I need to figure out. I have to ask Derek again who it was. But he he told me that he's, he's, he's seen it as a singles match, but he decided to use it with Ziggy as a tag team. And it just works. It just does everything right. Okay, from there we go into the back. We've got an interview with Billy Dickman, who cut an almost identical interview to the one he cut in episode one. I get that the came out a week apart, so people may may have not watched episode one, but I I would have just not shown the backstage interview who were me. Mm-hmm. But that's that's nitpicky a little bit. We then do go into our enjoy title match. It is the main event of episode two. It is building a Yuletide street fight. MV Young defending the title against Billy Dickson. They hugged, then they started exchanging form at the at the beginning. Billy Dickson almost fall over on his third forearm strike, and I already don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They use all kinds of weapons. They use a Christmas tree at one point. All most of the weapons are gift wrapped. I mean, they actually have a door wrapped in wrapping paper. I mean, I appreciate those small attention details. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I mean, it, it's basically a hardcore match with everything get, with everything wrapped in wrapping paper. That's really the best way I can describe this. I I do love MV Young though. He could do a little bit of any match and we've seen a lot of MV young, you know, through IWTV and, and through the, the episodes we've, we've reviewed. I He's do. I do. Good. Yeah. I, I can appreciate the fact that he literally can perform in any atmosphere, like with any match. Plus so he's hunky the boots. So yes, I, yeah. I, I mean, he's a model, isn't he? Wasn't he a model at one point? I, there was all sorts of good stuff going on with MV young. Um, but you know the fact that he could adapt and then pull this—it's it, great. Enjoy has a good champion that that can that they can you know that represents well. So it's good stuff, except for Billy Dixon. <laughs> and, and, and again, I don't want to badmouth the dude. I've heard he's a good dude. People I've I've worked with like the guy, and they like working with him. I don't want to badmouth the dude. I if I never see him wrestle another match, it, it wouldn't bother me. I'm mm-hmm. glad I'm glad that he recovered enough from the injury to wrestle. It could suck that he that he had to retire based off any kind of injury, but there. But I I I've got everything I need to say there. Yep. It, so they fight over a chain that is wrapped in a gift box. It ends up being MV Young hitting Dickon with the chain for the pin in fifteen fourteen to retain the title. I don't know if this needed fifteen minutes either. By the way, this is the shortest match of the taping: fifteen minutes and fourteen seconds. I mean, they do give you your money's worth. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah if you're looking at it, there's what five matches total on this card, so it seems fair. Yeah, and yeah. one's an hour long. So. Yeah, and we move on to episode three, which starts with the gavel. David Lawless doing an interview backstage where he said he had a new monster that'll help him out, and also kind of putting over the fact that he sent Mister Grimm out of the company. Wink, wink. <laughs> this is what we we'll call foreshadowing. That. I see what you did there. <laughs> They're telling then- the stories. <laughs> making movies. And then we go to our only match of the show, the main event of the entire taping. It is the Oddity Battle Royal. 25 people, Royal Rumble rule. I have everything. Every name, every every uh, elimination. Who eliminated who? I got them all. 
So we I'm start glad, with I'm glad Josh. Listen to me when I told him to do this. <laughs> Did, there you go. Yeah, I listen, have, it's your. Yeah, I have the order of entry, but I don't have all the elimination. Yeah, it's your show, Home Office. I'm just here. I'm just here for you. I'm your employee. So we, we let's start off Jayhawk with uh, with one and two, which was Shooter McMurphy and uh, uh, Sazzy Boatwright. I love Kanky Boatwright. They're the best uh, brothers. We had a conversation. We did, and we came. I think we came to an agreement that no, I don't think there's any wrestler that represents non-binaryness than Sazzy does. And like for it's like one million percent gender goals. Holy shit! Yeah, seriously, it's it's wild. And the entrance Sazzy music is, is, is hilarious. They, uh, yeah, you know what? Whatever they want, they can have. <laughs> So Bobby Orlando is your mom, and Kaki Boatwright fucked your mom. Go so that that means oh, Kaki no. Boatwright. We're gonna start a rumor on this podcast. What a great tag team that would be! I, I want to see that tag team now. I literally That's just right. thought of that. Just thought that reference just now, and I want to see that tag team. Yeah, they could call it "I fucked your mom." It would be a great tag team. <laughs> <laughs> I well, know. Right. I know uh, that the uh, owner of Enjoy listens to this podcast. So there you go. That that one's free from us. Uh, let's let's have that happen this summer. Free of charge. Jayhawk, you want to you want to uh, lead off the, the 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 names, and then we'll we'll go in order. I'll tell you who who got rid of who. I can do that. Uh, number three, yep. Elo Neal. Mm-hmm. Number four, Tyler Klein. About the gear, the tag team coming back to back, and Mark had been on commentary immediately called it out going, what do you mean, random drawing? Like, what are the odds? Yeah. I love the fact they called that out. Number six is Big Game Leroy, who comes out playing a Nintendo Switch. Now, can I ask, is the Switch what? live? Can somebody tell me if the Switch is live when he gets out there? Is he actually, is, are you risking your Switch? For that, for this gimmick, or is he coming out with a switch with like a blank, like a, a dummy unit, like at, at at the Verizon store? I want to know why hasn't he upgraded to a Steam Deck yet? I think the Steam Deck's too expensive. I wouldn't That's, be wasting it in the uh, ring with those heathens. I know the Switch was also an entrant. That's all I know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it did get eliminated. Correct. I, I well, I mean, I, I I don't know if you wrote that down to get to it. I did. But... It was eliminated by Shooter. But that was that I laughed out loud. I had my headphone going watching that and I laughed out loud for like a minute and a half. And my wife just looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I get listen, I give Big Game Leroy tons of tons of credit to be able to do what he does while holding on to that fucking switch. I cannot believe this dude's athleticism. And one of the announcers, I forgot who I, I don't know if it was Veda, but somebody goes. He doesn't even know what moves he's doing because he's that's like <laughs> like that's just like the best part of the game. The, the gimmick is that he's not paying any attention and he's pulling off Rana's and all sorts of shit while he's looking at the switch. What a great gimmick. It's yeah, great. He loved it so much. He yeah. did like a head kicker while he got the switch in a can. It's fantastic. Yeah, and they said he didn't even realize he was doing it. Hey, Jordan Blade coming in at number seven. Jared, did your uh, wife clean her paws after she said that to you? <laughs> oh, she got fucking crushed butter. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, my wife, my wife is a lovely lady. Come for like the wrestling or stay for the mean wife jokes. It's like a she, Don Rickles act. I don't know what's happening here. Very, she, very timely. Very uh, God, you fucked me up. Bothered <laughs> reference that was. I'm old. That's what happens. I get it, Grandpa. <laughs> well, Jordan Blade eliminated a bunch of people. So <laughs> Tyler Klein and Calvin Couture. Perfect Perkins, draw number eight. I never saw per- Perfect Perkins before in my life. Jacked up, yeah, Just a and big chiseled dude. Yeah, and he looked good while he was out there. Like I want to see more. I want to see him in an actual one-on-one match now. I I, I want to see more of him. 
Well, because of some of those uh, interactions uh, with what's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Angelo Carter coming in at number nine. The unwanting Tatiana coming in at number 10. Now, she was a, a that was a debut, right? Her first yeah, they were t- making their debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her first time at Enjoy, she actually worked Dropkick Diabetes the last, oh. The last year. Oh, I thought, I thought this was the first match ever. No. Okay, so she was in something else. Okay. Her, her Enjoy debut. super long entrance for no reason. Like, you know. Who, David Lawless? N- no. Who? Tatiana. Tatiana. Oh, oh. She needs to cut that down by like 30 seconds. There was no need for all that for it to be her. If it was a bigger name, sure. But for that now, it was pointless. <laughs> the Austin James rule. Yes, the Austin James rule. Crazy pants. You know, I think I've turned around on that. If I think if I was in that position, I would also do that. So, well, if you know you're only going to be in a match for like four minutes anyway, you might as well make the entrance in two minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the most Maximize selfish thing you could minutes. possibly do. Yeah, yeah. You know, the gavel, David Lawlick, coming out at number 11. He cut a promo for the entire minute and a half or whatever it is between entry. And it just happened to introduce Kid Monster, who comes in at number 12 at the Bucker Count. It's O'Shea Edward. And O'Shea Edward goes on a fucking uh, tirade here and just start whipping the fuck out of people. Go ahead and yeah, look at he, the. Um... He, he, he eliminates everyone. He eliminates Sazzy. He eliminates Eel O'Neill, Perfect Perkins, Angelo Carter, Tatiana. And then uh, there's more as the match goes on, but he just w- went ahead and just started tearing it, just emptying the ring. The ring was literally empty except for Shooter. And uh, at, at one point it was Shooter and I think Jordan Blade. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Angelo Carter eliminated Jordan Blade. So, yeah, I mean, he, he cleared the ring, just monstered it up and cleared the ring. And uh, O'Shea Edwards is gigantic as well. And O'Shea Edwards went face to face with Perfect Perkins and they that looked like a match I'd want to see. Any yeah. day. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So coming in at number 13 is Frank DeVille, and he does not last very long. No. Who is Frank DeVille? It seemed like people were really excited to see Frank DeVille. That's my first time seeing him. I'm going to assume he's a Pittsburgh native. Yeah, O'Shea threw him out too. <laughs> very fast. Yep. Yeah, and doesn't even look like doesn't even look like uh, Cage Match put him up as one of the participants in the match, so I can't even like look up giving any, been anybody else anywhere. Damn, cold world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow wow marcy bundle up everyone we, f- we follow we followed that one up with the pittsburgh luchador yinga yeah okay. <laughs> sure I, I i i've never seen yinga before and he started coming out and i went what the fuck nothing about his wrestling just you know boo <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the perfect type of gimmick for a Pittsburgh for a Pittsburgh independent wrestler. Like, I'm this not even gonna who, lie. This is who Josh wanted to actually face uh, MV Young for the title was was, <laughs> was Zinzer instead of you know. <laughs> you don't have to insult me. <laughs> I did not like Yinza at all, and I don't think I know enough about the Pittsburgh speak to know why they keep calling people whatever it is. But you don't know about Yins? No. Marcy, do I? I brought, like, up a Don, like I brought up a Don Rickles joke. How do I know Yins? It's like y'all. Yins, y'all. Yeah, it's a Pittsburgh thing. Yeah. Oh, all right. I lived, I lived close enough to get some of the spray on that. <laughs> I know, poor choice of words. Yeah, wording. <laughs> Phrasing. O'Shea Edward throws Yin out pretty quickly. And then we get Cowpoke Paul in, mm. a, in at number 15. 14, 14, yeah, 15. Lucky us. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. Yeah, Cowpoke Paul doesn't at least have a cage match profile. Go, 
Oh, he wrestled a bunch of people that we we all know. I just can't I can't name it off the top of my head, but yeah, he's been uh, he's been something else the last uh, six months or eight months. Actually, just actually just had a uh, Kevin Wade ladder actually included friend of the show member Goldie. Kelpo Paul does not last very long either. And then we finally get a couple people to stay in the ring for a little while. It's Edith Scurreal drawing number 16. Yep. That followed up by Pretty Boy Smooth drawing number 17. Who you can take seriously when he goes head-to-head with O'Shea Edwards because he's bigger than O'Shea Edwards, which is yep. kind of cool to see. Yep. And Ray Lynn coming in at number 18, make the beeline for Edith Scurreal. They go underneath the bottom rope and start fighting throughout the building. Number 19 is the Ice Man, Tony Johnson. I remember him from old wrestling. I, yes. I remember him. I remember him from working with him at at, at Small Shindy Show ten years ago. The Ice Cream Man, and then we get Mister Grimm coming in at number twenty. He's a spooky entrance. <laughs> is that is that his family? That was also I assume that's with his kids. I, I I'm assuming the little girl would kick at any rate, but I don't quote me on that. I honestly don't know enough about Mister Grimm to know that with hundred percent. Everyone was spooky. I appreciate as as a goth, I appreciate any spookiness. <laughs> I thought he was going for more. He looked more like he could have been in that show Photon when we were younger. But uh What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> very laser <laughs> very laser taggy type stuff on, on channel eleven when I was a kid. Photon. Look it up, everybody. Look it up. Unfortunately I'm going to now. You've just, <laughs> God damn it. There was a photon um, place in New Jersey that I used to go to to play laser tag in the nineties. Photon was a live-action television show in the mid '80s, which was t- tied into the Photon Laker Tag Arena and home game. That's correct. Produced by Dick Enterprise, on a first-run syndicated kid series, which shown in very syndicated markets through most of the mid '80s. You're it's, welcome, uh, Marcy. You're welcome. Uh, no, it's just let's <laughs> keep going. <laughs> and uh, we do get some interaction here. The entire region. That Lawlick and Kyrie O'Shea Edwards could keep Mr. Grimm away from him. So O'Shea Edwards just kind of back off and let Mr. Grimm go after Lawlick. And Lawlick eliminates himself to get away from him. What a hero. Number 21, Paris Kahara. Coming in at number 22, we have Geek Merker. Both thrown out by the shooter. Shooter. Who disappeared like two or three different times for a long period of time. Like I never even saw him leave the ring and he just wasn't there. He was in the corners. I was like keeping an eye on the corners and he'd be like sneaking around. Uh, laid low underneath one of the bottom ropes for a little bit, stayed stayed on the ground, came back in every once in a while to do some tossing some folks out. So yeah. he but did like, it right. When O'Shea first came out there, like he disappeared. Like he wasn't in the ring, he wasn't in a corner, like he was out of the ring somewhere. I have yeah, no yeah. idea when he, when he mean, actually left. But do you blame, I don't blame him? him? No, I don't blame him at all. Number 23 is Devon Monroe. Number 24, Erica Lee. And then coming in at the final entry, number 25. Claude. Was that Billy Dixon or was that I wrong? Sure, I sure thought no. So did I. Didn't last a long time. Uh, Ray Lynn eliminated old Santa. PB got a few good eliminations, got rid of Devin, uh, Devon Monroe, Erica Lee. Um, and uh, let's see what else we got. We had uh, Mr. Grimm and uh, O'Shea Edwards eliminating them, eliminating each other out there, doing some ridiculous spot where Mr. Grimm drags O'Shea over the top rope and O'Shea goes with him and then they fight out there and fall to the ground, which was kind of silly. And then PB is thrown out by Edith. And that, and that was PB almost having Edith Carreal over the top rope and Edith kind of grabbing the arm and using her leverage to take PB over. That was such a great finish. That was a great finish. 49 minutes and 17 seconds the time. Edith Carreal will take on MV Young this coming Saturday I'm, at the Metropolitan Theater. I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think, think this Saturday... We're going to have a new champion. Yes, I think so as well. I would not be MV shocked Young at all. has been great, 
but it's, I think it's either time. Can I also say that uh, battle royals are great in every everywhere I see them. Doesn't matter what the promotion is. There could be nothing more fun than a Royal Rumble style battle royal. So oh, we're okay. Okay, so we've done this. We've done the mall battle royal. This this ranks above it clearly, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I clearly. thought it was Keiko. Also, because the fans make the match. The fans make a show. Those fans are red hot for every entrance. For the record, I think we should keep a running track of all the ro- Battle Royal shows we have and rank them. So I'm going <laughs> to try that. to keep that going. Uh, Marcy, you can be in charge of that. Ooh, can I make a tier list? Yes, yes. absolutely. We love a good list. Yeah, I, I, it is very hard to screw up a Royal Rumble style Battle Royal. That being said, it is very hard to have a good standard Battle Royal. That's true. Starting everybody in the ring never worked. I was just at Creative Pro. And they did a, a battle royal as well, and it wasn't as fun as a Royal Rumble style. So let's give our thumbs up rating, and then uh, let's actually go over the card for this Saturday, and then we'll get into uh, voicemails. Well, we are we are a sponsor, so thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs Hell up. yeah. Thumbs up. Yep. All right. So the card for this Saturday, March 4th, uh, if you can make it, GA tickets are still available. Uh, we got Brooke Valentine and Gummy Boar against The Runway and Ray Lynn in a six-person tag. Uh, we have Mr. Grimm against O'Shea Edwards. Nice. We have the Enjoy Tag Team Champions, The Production, facing off against The Ugly Ducklings. Oh, nice. We have a six-person scramble with Facade, Eel O'Neal, Darius <laughs> Carter, Pretty Boy Smooth, Mikey Montgomery and Killian McMurphy, <laughs> the king of the scrambles, the king of the scrambles facade. You know, that's, that's, that's his place. Uh, then we have for the uh, TGPW princess tag team championship wasteland war party uh, defending against Trisha Dora and Jordan blade. I'm oh so my God. excited Th- for that. Match. That's this weekend. Yeah, I'm so fucking hyped oh, for this. Match. So, Let's go. You, you're so lucky. That's awesome. Can, uh, I, can, we, can we pencil in doing season eight when it comes out? Oh, we're going to do every single season. Yeah, we love enjoy. That's why we switched one of the big reasons we switched uh, the name of the podcast so we could start doing enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Also, the Fest Wrestling Championship, Savannah Evans defends against Danny Moe and your main event for the enjoy championship. MV Young defending against Edith Surreal. I wouldn't expect the Fest Wrestling Championship to change hands. I wouldn't expect the TGPW champion to change hands. Although it's possible, but I, I definitely agree with you guys. I think Edith Grill is going to take that belt on Saturday. That's it's great. Night. It's her night. Card. I feel it. You're so yeah, lucky. What a card. card. Yeah. Get your GA tickets uh, on Ticketmaster. Uh, come join us. It'll be a party. Marcy will be there. I'll be there. Uh, Justin Summers will be there. Uh, who else is going to be there? <laughs> Lots of other people. The other JB. If that Pam. didn't sell enough tickets, Justin Summers is going to be there. Yeah. He's gonna he's, he's gonna sell the ticket. I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, just, just I can guarantee you the Justin Summer Pro can hold one ticket. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Summer. I'm sorry. He doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know why he doesn't listen? It has nothing to do with uh, anything else. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. It's that time. All right, so we had a question for our voicemail uh, participants this week. Marky, why don't you go ahead and remind everybody of the question? 
Uh, yeah, so uh, basically the last trailer for Street Fighter Six dropped, and one of the characters showed was Zangief. And yeah, he's a, he's a real pro-ass wrestling-ass wrestler. Uh, I was really hyped on it, so I was going to ask, Hey, what's everyone's favorite wrestling character in a fighting game? Also, I asked you if you had the choice to put any independent wrestler in a fighting game, what wrestler would you put in there? I'm going to do a fun little thing. I'm going to pick I'm going to pick a game I would specifically put them in and I'm going to give them a little move set. So, we have some fun with this. All right. So, first up is a uh, friend of the show, Zach from Rubber City Toys. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. A uh, couple questions for you for this week's episode. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but boy, I'm still thinking about that uh, Royal Rumble pitch black match, right? That was pretty sweet. <laughs> anyway, hey, we had me thinking, though, with our favorite movie coming out, uh, Cocaine Bear, what type of Cocaine Bear-related wrestling match would you all like to see? Uh, I got to tell you, <laughs> personally, I'd like to see some uh, light tubes filled with cocaine. Anyway, uh, that was just question one for you. Question two, um, I found this pretty awesome web- website this week. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called atoddswrestling.com. You might like it. All right, y'all. Take care. Bye. They, they had to get some type of plug-in because uh, neither of them called in this week. So, of course. What they do? Call them and tell them? What the hell? I have no idea. <laughs> this is we're off to a horrible start. That didn't answer Marcy's question no. at all. <laughs> Some people just don't listen to the prompt and just do what they want, apparently. So that's that's what happens. Um any, any Ric Flair match is a cocaine bear match. <laughs> so you know? I think there needs to be a match where there's just like bundles of cocaine above the ring, and at a certain point they uh just explode over the ring and then everybody can just do coke like a battle royal and then they just, <laughs> they just go crazy in the battle royal i think that that's the best one like a cocaine battle royal. raining cocaine down yes. on everybody yes <laughs> okay go what about, hold on hold on i got it fans bring the cocaine <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to check you on your way in. Uh, gonna, it, they, it would be safe. It probably some of it would probably end up being laced. It would be a bad time. Oh. I, 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 I've got the perfect answer to it. You bring back the actual wrestling bear. You give him some cocaine before you take before you take the muggle off, and you have him against Jake the Snake Robert. <laughs> Who can do more cocaine? It could be just a contest. They put a bunch of coke in the middle of the ring, and whoever's still alive at the end wins. I I, I kid, Jake. I we love I love Jake. He you know, apparently got a lot better, but it, it's an easy joke to go to. Well, I'm still waiting to hear the answer to Marcy's question, so maybe the next voicemail will have it. Maybe. <laughs> uh, up next is the other JB. Hey, Andy Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here. So the question for this week is which uh, independent wrestler would you like to see in a fighting game? Uh, or your favorite in a fight wrestler already in a fighting game? I'm not um, as experienced with um, oh, fighting games, hey. so I wouldn't know who my favorite um <laughs> current wrestler already in one but um i think for um there's like two real options you've got um the obvious answer is the karate man uh, he's you know the perfect fit already for a street fighter type game but i think that for a fighting game you want someone that's visually distinctive um that you can base a nice move set around um and for that i would say that you've got to go with the uh, Wasteland War Party of Heidi Howitzer and Max the Impaler. That team, you know, they're visually distinct. Um, 
got a variations of movesets that you can do. You can even have a fun um, um, doubles. Um, they can make a fun uh, doubles team for the turn. All right, let me know. See, sticking okay. to it. Yeah. First, first of all, I just, babe, you could have asked me for an answer. I could have given you one. I'm just, <laughs> but they saved themselves with the second part. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be sick. And they kind of already did my job for me. <laughs> Gave them a moveset. I, I dig it. Let's keep it on on uh, on on brand would, on message. What, I love it. Hold on, hold what on. Ga- what game would you put? I'm trying to think what game I would put them in. So I'm Josh, feeling Mortal Kombat. Josh, who uh, who's your favorite fighting game wrestler? Well, my favorite fighting Ooh. game wrestler always has been uh, the guy from uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, not Streets of Rage. Is it Streets of Rage the dude uh, Hagar? Mike Hagar from yeah. Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah, the mayor of Metro City. Yep, that's that's well, my number one. And then yeah. Zangief was always the second one. They're right. Uh, and who would you like to put into a uh what indie wrestler would you like to put into a fighting game? Which believe which it game? believe it or not, I would put Lucky Thirteen into a fighting game because that dude's insane. I've seen stuff him go through glass and all sorts of stuff. You want a wiry little fella who could jump around and does all sorts of crazy moves like like uh to take like two guys down, he does like a Rana out of nowhere or like the double smash something like that and you need somebody who's quick you get you through you know the big guys you can you can fight up the big guys so i'm going with uh lucky 13 okay jayhawk uh favorite wrestling character in a fighting game wolf hawkfield and virtual fighter 2 he's a good one he's yeah. he ended up in all japan yes yeah he was and so popular they, they put him in all japan for a while and who would you like to see uh from indie wrestling in a fighting game what fighting game I would like I would like to see Broner in a Street Fighter type game. Just start okay. just start just start fucking lariating and forearming the fuck out of people. Okay. I can uh, see that. I'm gonna go with uh King from Tekken. Nice. Uh as far as an indie wrestler, I would put uh Derek Dillinger in the WrestleMania arcade game. Just okay. because of like the silly like moves that they had in there, like he could have the clapboard. So he'd be like, like how Razor would do the chop and it would be a razor. Like he'd have the clapboard <laughs> doing like a move with the clapboard. Um, you, son of a, you, you, son, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> what? You stole my answer. You son of a no, bitch. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I have a much, I have a much better idea though. So, okay. Uh, Marcy, what's your idea? Well, first of all, favorite wrestler in a video, in a fighting game. There's so many to pick. Wolf is good. King is great. Remember when in Tekken 7 you could dress him up as Okada and then he'd actually do the Rainmaker? Yes. That's why I picked him. So sick. Um, Zangief's the classic, but like if I'm gonna pick one and just because of the pure fucking ridiculousness of him, it's fucking King of Dinosaurs. He's the king of dinosaurs. <laughs> He's a giant dinosaur that wrestles. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> king of Fighters fucking rules. Everyone should play King of Fighters. Their mobile game had a crossover with WWE where like The Rock and John Cena were showing up and they're having actual conversations with like Yori. It's fucking wild. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm, Marcy. I love it. Okay, now here's here's my idea for Derek. So it would actually be it's gonna be Mortal Kombat. It's gonna be Derek and Ziggy as like a pair, okay. almost like how it was um when they put like Noob Sabat and Smoke together. Mm-hmm. Where you can swap them out, they'll have their own moves, but they'll also have like moves together. Like you could, you're for sure just launching Ziggy as a projectile. That's oh, absolutely. I I, I just came up with this one as well. I, I would kind of like to see uh, Dominic Arini in a UFP game too. Okay. Yeah, you could put those games. You could put Dom in like Street Fighter Two. Also, I was you could th- work in a bunch of those. You could put Dom in like a virtual fighter 
Or if you want to give him the chance to be in like the sexy version of Virtual Fighter, you put him in Dead or Alive. Oh, yeah. I want to uh, see. I want to see Dom uh, oh, playing, playing women. Yeah, playing volleyball with a bunch of naked women. That'd be <laughs> hanging out with <laughs> hanging out with Tina and Kasumi. <laughs> oh, it'd be sick. So here's what you do: you give him. 18 for a command grab and you can keep like cranking on it if you time it and it has to be more specific every time if you do a certain amount of times you just automatically win and they like pass out i i should be making fighting games you should you should what well, but instead of you're on a podcast with us <laughs> someone make me my wrestling fighting game please you know only, only place to go is up from here marcy also, I just want to send a shout out to like because it doesn't get talked about enough. WWE All Stars is like the closest a wrestling game has ever been to a fighting game. There is just juggle combos in that game. That is Wait, a fighting ass fighting game. You like that game? Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, I got to give it another chance. Well, our last caller didn't leave a name, but uh, I, I have a hunch. I have a hunch. I might do some bullying. Uh, you might have. Uh, the the area code it came from was from Canada, so I don't know. Oh nope, that's probably not it then. You're doing some huh. international bullying. I don't know. We'll see here. No. Uh nope, I gotta like bully someone some more for it's fine. Here here's the call. How's it going, guys? My friend said I should call his hotline to talk about my favorite wrestler in video games. And hands down, it's gotta be King from Tekken. He is hands down the hottest furry I've ever seen in video games. And a quality wrestler. He is the only person I could definitely call daddy as a furry. Yeah, I, I would be calling him daddy as he's pile driving me into his crotch. He is amazing. Enjoy your show, you guys. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. You know... He kind of sounded. I don't know if you remember the first time we did voicemails. Yeah, he sounds like that weird guy that called. I think the, yeah. the called man and asked us about like you know having food options at wrestling shows. That's, <laughs> that's what I thought it was. Uh, I I enjoyed that call. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was that was excellent. <laughs> Thank you, mystery person. Thank you, not boy. We'll have to talk about that off of air. I have no idea who that was. No, we don't. I don't either. Honestly, hundred ten percent. No idea. We don't have no. an actual name. We just think he called in before. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It does sound like the uh, the food dude, but I, I'm wondering if anyone has any ideas. <laughs> I, I, if anybody does, it's probably Marcy just playing tricks on us right now, just ribbing us. Yeah, Marcy's chuckling to herself over there. We're just like sitting here trying to figure call. out what's going on. It, it is. It's a really great. funny call. Yeah, uh, I, I know I know from people from Canada and it, and that was none of them. So I couldn't tell you. That sounds a little New Yorkish to me. I don't know. It did. Thanks everybody for for calling in. Uh, all three of you uh, appreciate it. Uh, Jayhawk, take us home. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Ref Jayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk one five three nine, Twitch Twitch TV forward slash Ref Jayhawk. I am the brand new owner of a PlayStation Five. I've already got. 2k23 and that will be the show 23 pre-ordered ready to go you for it ready to you go still for it you still haven't added me i don't understand Hell why yeah. nobody adds me you gotta get you gotta get you gotta be on top of you get street fighter 6 in june uh, that we can I, play we, marcy can you add me can somebody add me please <laughs> okay Jeez. did you did you actually send me the friend request i did last night okay i think i had no notification when i went on there today i'll check again when we, when we go off the air here you've been preemptively blocked by everybody. Nobody responded to any of my friend requests last night. What the hell? Yeah, I was on it earlier today. I didn't see it, but I will double check when we go off the air. All right. Marky. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and OnlyFans at eGirlFenboy, boy spelled B-O-I. Listen to my other podcast, X Over. Uh, we just recorded an episode with Home Office himself uh, talking about that 
abomination of a movie postal we also wait i came up with a cool new website i think uh there's a clip of that on twitter you should check it out at eGirl fanboy boy spelled b-o-i uh you can follow me on uh twitter at charlie underscore butters i uh, don't have much else going on right now i'm gonna be on wrestling cheers this week i think we're doing an aiw draft episode um i think it's young ed me and and uh justin uh, I think I have a really killer card picked out. Hopefully nobody picks the same people I had in my card uh, and I win. Uh, so vote for me if it goes to, I don't even know if we're voting or what's happening. So uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jgold 12. You can find me on the, I too got a PlayStation five and you can find me on Josh Goldstein zero one two. If you want to add me as a friend, I'll play. Dude, are you, are you putting your tag up? <laughs> he put a gamer tag up. Yeah. I'm kidding. Like, what else do I know? I have no, nobody's playing games with me. I have one friend who's playing games with me. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us and our Twitter handle at IWGuide1. Don't go to IWGuide because that is not us. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brave Buster Tees. Uh, wear our faces on your body. Listen to our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling and their new stupid Patreon that they keep plugging over here. Uh, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. Wrestling Cheers, X over with our very own Marcy. If you catch my griff with our very own home office, Charlie Butters, when they do do and their next soon. episode. And coming soon. Hiya, Bussy. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There you go. And coming soon. Hiya, Bussy, okay? Yeah. You got put some mm, into and it. And coming soon, Hiya, Bussy, a wrestling adjacent okay. podcast okay. with our pal, I- Young Ed. I found the compromise here. You do the rest of the plugs. I get high a bussy. That's <laughs> I'm fine with that. You can absolutely <laughs> check out our other friends. Uh, JCB designs, the official graphic designer of IW guide. Uh, Marcy's wearing our, uh, the uh, King of fighters waffle house shirt. I have one as well. Um, PWPonderings.com, time capsule toys, toy, Ohio, rubber city toys, big Starks brand set tab photo, smoke and Jay's barbecue, the best barbecue in ohio once again great show tonight guys and uh look forward to to next week thanks for all the calls again very creative always love listening to our callers and as uh james vanderbeek once said on twitter chasing rance's other wrestling name is the one two three kid toucher (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one oh god that is great I love following that, dude. Later. Good good night, everybody. Support independent wrestling. See ya. Later, dweebs.